0: Again, thank you for downloading this sermon. We pray it will enrich your walk with Christ. God bless you, and we look forward to welcoming you and your family to the Chapel of the Cross. This is the night. This is a night we wait, we keep vigil, something that we do very well here at the Chapel of the Cross, especially when we lose a member of our parish family. Tonight, we tell stories in the dark, our stories. We tell stories of our salvation. We tell stories of our hope. They tell stories of our deliverance. These stories give us an accounting of our salvation history. These stories give us an accounting of our relationship with God. As we hear them anew, we are reminded that God has never abandoned us, although we deserve to be abandoned that God has never stopped loving us, although we ourselves were incapable of loving. As we hear these stories anew, we are reminded that God has always delivered us. This is a night we tell stories which begin with creation and continue as we claim our Old Testament heritage. Of the five stories we have read the only story that is required for us to read this night is Israel's deliverance at the Red Sea. That is not arbitrary. It is intentional. Israel's deliverance is a story about breaking the fetters of captivity. It is a story about bursting the chains of the prisoner. It is a story about loosening the bonds of oppression and being set free. Israel's deliverance at the Red Sea is God's primary act of salvation in the Old Testament. And it is why we must tell this old, old story once again. This is the night. This is the night God has done for us exactly what He did for the Hebrew people at the Red Sea. This is the night God has loosened our fetters this is the night God has burst our chains. This is the night God has loosened our bonds. As God delivered the Hebrews from the hand of the Egyptians, this is the night God has delivered us. This is the night God has set us free. God has always delivered us. This is what this night is about it is about our deliverance because we all need deliverance. Early one morning this past year, 5.30 in the morning to be exact, I received a call. I laid in bed as I fumbled around for my phone on the bedside table. While I was still lying down, I opened one eye, enough to see that it was a number I did not recognize. So I put the phone back down on the bedside table and tried to go back to sleep. The phone rang again. It was the same phone number. I didn't answer again, but they left a voice message. It was the Madison County Sheriff. They needed a priest from the Chapel of the Cross. Well, that opened both of my eyes and got me out of bed quickly. When I called them back, they told me to call Madison Merit Health. I asked them what it was concerning, and they told me they weren't sure. They were trying to get in touch with a local clergy person, so they contacted the Sheriff's Department for help. They told me I was the only one who has called them back. At this point, my mind was, was racing. And I was beginning to get a sickening feeling in my stomach as I prayed that nothing bad had happened to any of my parishioners. The nurse at Merritt Health told me they needed a member of the clergy to come at once. I gathered some information from the nurse who was asked for a member for the, of the clergy. I breathed a sigh of relief because I didn't recognize the name that to the Chapel of the Cross. What is the situation? She has lost her son, was the reply. How old is her son? I asked. Five months. I walked into a room at the hospital where a grieving mother kept asking, Why? Why has this happened? How could this happen? She wasn't asking these questions in general, she was asking these questions pointedly at me. I didn't have an answer because I was asking the very same questions. I still do not have an answer because I am still asking the very same questions. Why has this happened? How could this happen? During my time with this grieving mother, my mind kept wandering to this night. My heart kept yearning for this night. The Easter Vigil. I do not have an answer, but I have this night. We do not have all the answers, but we have this night. I wish I could sit with that mother now in one of these pews. I wish I could keep vigil with her in this space. I wish we could hear together the story of Israel's deliverance at the Red Sea, that we might both be assured that God has heard her cries like he heard the cries of the Hebrews and will deliver her as he delivered the Hebrews. God always delivers us. In just a short while, we will make our song, "Hallelujah!" Once More. I will shout hallelujah for that mother. I will shout hallelujah for her child who rests in our risen Lord's arms. I will shout hallelujah for the poor, the oppressed, the lonely, the prisoner, the suffering, the grieving, the outcast, the hopeless, the atheist, the victims of gun violence. I will shout hallelujah for non-Christians. I will shout hallelujah for our LGBT brothers and sisters. I will shout, Alleluia, for the joyful. I will shout, Alleluia, for the dead and the dying, because God always delivers us. I invite you to do the same. In just a short while, make your song, Alleluia. Make your song, Alleluia, for these I have mentioned and for those I have not. Shout, Alleluia, for your loved ones that have died, for the grave has not silenced their voices they are shouting hallelujah along with us. Though we have our crosses to bear, let us shout hallelujah. Though we know pain, grief, and suffering all too well, let us still shout hallelujah. Let us shout hallelujah though we have fallen short. And though we will one day die, let us shout hallelujah all the more. Because God will deliver you. Because God will deliver me as he always has, and as he always will. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen.